Hey folks, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Kennedy. And today's episode is from a question I got from one of my listeners about eggs. Eggs are one of the most nutritionally complete foods. And I want to do an episode answering this question because it's something that I think confuses a lot of people. Not so much whether eggs are good or bad. I think we've all kind of seen through that. There was a time you know, rewind 15, 20 years ago, where egg whites were the biggest thing. And people thought that the cholesterol and egg yolks caused increases in your blood cholesterol and alterations in your lipid profile. That has been very, very debunked. That is not the case. Our dietary cholesterol comprises less than 5% of our body's actual serum cholesterol. So the answer of whether eggs are good or bad for you, I could tell you right now, they're amazing for you if your body can tolerate them. They are a common food allergen, meaning that a lot of people have sensitivity to eggs, uh, particularly egg whites. I run a lot of lab testing with people in my practice. And one of those tests is called an IgG food sensitivity panel. And this is looking at your immune reaction to certain foods. And if you have an immune response to certain foods, it can tend to cause some inflammation, some brain fog, and an assortment of other potential symptoms even if that food is generally recognized as healthy for most people. I'll do an episode on food sensitivity testing and food allergy testing another day, but the short answer of if eggs are good or bad is that they are a phenomenal source of micronutrients, and I believe them to be one of the most nutritionally complete foods on the planet, especially if you could tolerate them well. If you can't tolerate them well and you have a sensitivity to egg whites, you might want to not go too heavy on the eggs. But today's episode is really more so about how to find the best eggs. Uh, and you know, while I could talk about the benefits all day about how they improve brain function due to the, all the phosphatidylcholine, which is an essential nutrient for our bodies and our brains, uh, or how they help to boost HDL cholesterol, very good cholesterol, how they help to lower triglycerides, and ultimately just a great source of protein and fat. What I want to talk about is egg designations and what they mean. Because knowing what all the various terms that the food uh, system in the United States uses to categorize eggs can be tricky business. And it's not by accident. These companies, not so much the companies as much as the governing agencies, uh, they want to make it complex to the consumer. Uh, they don't want to make it as simple as it should be. So we have all these different types of eggs. When you go to the store and you're looking at the carton, you got your regular old eggs that don't say anything. Then you got ones that say cage-free. Then you have ones that say free range. Then you have ones that say organic. Then you have ones that say pasture-raised. And then they have ones that have multiple of these terms together. And people are like, what the hell is going on here? I just want some healthy eggs. And so I'm going to simplify this for you in today's short episode of what you really want to look for and <clears throat> what you want to make sure you're prioritizing when you're shopping in the store for eggs. Now, if you're buying them at a farm, you can speak to the people that are raising the hens and actually get a good idea what these hens are being fed, what their living conditions look like. And from there, you could really gather, are these real deal high quality eggs or not? Because in today's world, with a lot of the farming practices that take place, having uh, sourcing high quality ingredients is of the utmost importance. And so <clears throat> I'm going to go through this really quick. And then I encourage people to reach out if you have any further questions on this topic of eggs. I'm also going to talk a little bit about preparation methods. So the designations, you really got the main four. You have caged. This is conventional. This is what you see in those horrific uh, food and, and animal um, kind of abuse type documentaries where 
Caged eggs are where hens are confined to little 67 square inch cages and they never see the light of day. They don't get outside to roam around. They're trapped in these little pens. And over 90% of the eggs in the US come from, from chickens that are kept in these cages for their entire lives. It's really, really sad. It's honestly just downright um, disgusting the way that they treat these poor animals. And I think that in addition to the benefits you get from buying high quality food for your body, it's as important to buy high quality food for the sake of the animals and the environment because we vote with our dollar. And if you're saying, hey, I'd rather pay a few bucks less for this cheap dozen of eggs, you are voting for a system that is unsustainable, unethical, and downright destructive to our ecosystem. So those are caged eggs. They typically will never say caged because that's not a, a thing for marketing. It doesn't help them sell more eggs, so they just won't say anything. And if there's no designations on the eggs, they're likely caged. Next, we have cage-free. This is one step up. These hens have a little more room to roam around than caged hens, but each chicken is still given less than one square foot. And so they're not really free because they're still confined to barns. So they're still piled in these warehouses uh, shoulder to shoulder. And while they don't have individual cages, they're still pent up in these barns. They're not getting outside. They're not getting fresh air. They're not getting sunlight. So cage-free is still horrible and not much better. Then we have free range. Free range is what most people associate with eggs because they're like, okay, these, these, out, these chickens must be out roaming free. That's great. But the reality is they're allotted still a very small amount of space <clears throat> in this warehouse. And these animals, these, these chickens uh, do have more space than the caged ones and the cage-free ones, but they don't get out, out outdoors like you would think. Some seldom see the light of day because in order to categorize this free range, you just have to have a little door on one end of the warehouse. And many of these chickens, when you have thousands of them in here, they're not making it out that little door, guys. So it's a step in the right direction, but it's still not an ethical way to raise chickens. Then we have the fourth category. This is what you want to look for. This is the best type of eggs for the, for the chickens, the best type of eggs for your health, uh, and the best for the environment. And this is called pasture raised. These hens are given at least 108 square feet for each chicken, and they consume all sorts of things from outside. In addition to their supplemental feed, they're out there roaming on the grass, they're eating bugs, they're eating worms, they're eating things that are naturally part of a chicken's diet. Uh, and they tend to be let out of the barn early in the morning and then called back in before nightfall and they have lots of space to run around. And so pasture raised uh, hens are really, really important for the overall environment because they poop on the grass and it fertilizes the soil and it has a lot of benefits from that perspective, but it also is so much more nutrient rich. Uh, researchers have found these pasture raised hens, the eggs that they produce have double the amount of omega-3 fats, three times more vitamin D, almost 400% more vitamin E, and seven times more beta carotene, so more carotenoids. And that's why when you buy a high quality egg, you oftentimes see the the yolk is a lot more orange rather than that pale yellow that many eggs are. That deep color of oranges from all the carotenoids and other beneficial nutrients that you could literally see in the yolk. And so pasture raised is the best that you can get. And those are all the categories. And then you're probably thinking, well, what about organic? How does that fit into this equation? Organic just refers to the food that's being fed to the hens, not their living conditions, not how they're being raised. You could have caged 
or cage-free hens that are still, you know, in this warehouse, unhumanely and uh, unhealthily raised, but they're getting fed organic grains and they can put organic on that. Um, so you really want to find pasture raised as the first and foremost, and then organic pasture raised being the best where you kind of get the best of all worlds. All right. So with that out of the way, one more thing I'm going to touch on before we wrap up this episode is the healthiest way to cook eggs. How you cook it can make a lot of difference because when you start to cook the shit out of your yolks, you just, you know, throw it on and you're doing a high heat scramble, the yolk and specifically the choline and some of the other micronutrients tends to become damaged because it's not super resilient to, to high heat. So I do find to uh, having a runny yolk, regardless of how you cook your eggs is always going to be the best option. And I like to cook them in, you know, some good grass fed ghee or some grass fed butter, really good fats is also going to help. Um, you know, as well as olive oil, if you're using the low, low heat, so it doesn't damage olive oil because of some of the antioxidants and olive oil can help to minimize some of the oxidation in the nutrients of the eggs. So I love boiled eggs when you're cooking them in water, never going to get higher than 212 Fahrenheit guys. So it's already going to be good kind of low heat cooking method. So I love like a soft or medium boiled egg. Fantastic. Also poached eggs. Wonderful. Uh, then I'll do eggs as well, like sunny side up or over easy where there's a nice runny yolk. Absolutely fantastic. And then coming in last would be like fried eggs or uh, scrambled eggs. So that's the gist of it. And then the other thing I'll share is the indicators I use when I'm looking at an egg. So let's say I buy an egg from the grocery store and it says it's pasture raised organic egg. I'm like, cool, let me bring it home. Let me check it out you're just going based on the word of the, of the company, right? You don't actually know where that hen came from and how it was raised. So there's four things I look at when I crack open the egg. The first thing is how hard is the shell? When you go to crack the egg, do you have to like hit it pretty hard or does it just break right open? Because this is a good way to determine if the hen was getting adequate minerals in their diet. A harder shell that's difficult to crack open is a good thing. Number two, once it's open, I look at, does the white, the egg white, does it kind of stay together or does it run all over the place? If it kind of holds together, it's actually a good sign. Number three, and probably the most important is I look at the color of the yolk. A deep orange yolk is always a good sign of a nutrient rich egg. Uh, like I mentioned that higher, uh, that deeper color is due to higher nutrient content. The pale yellow, the yellow yolks, not ideal folks. And then the last thing I look for is just kind of the roundness of the yolk. So when you're looking at it, is it kind of pronounced and, and protruding upward more, or is it kind of flat and, and not very uh, round on the yolk? So those are the things I look for. So even if you're buying eggs that don't have a lot of these de designations, you could still have some insights on the benefits. That's all I got for you today. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.